All right, we're on chapter 27 today, and uh, the topic's going to be the Rambam's position, as we've already, he's hinted to it already, but now he goes into great detail to discuss that he feels Unculus was from the same school of thought to remove any concept of corporeality from Hashem. And he's going to show you a great consistency within Unculus where whenever there's the issue of corporeality, just like we had about four chapters ago where he said that he was able to explain Vayavor Hashem al Panov. It's not Hashem, but we add a word in the appearance of Hashem. So now he's going to go through that, and then he's going to say, but wait a minute, there's one big exception where he doesn't do it. And he'll explain that Unculus is perfect in what he does. But the main idea is to say that Unculus, mm-hmm. so remember, Unculus is a thousand years before the Rambam. Yeah. So it really is a good, solid place for the Rambam to be with having a person from Unculus's character giving a, a understanding that there's no corporeality to Hashem. So that's where we're going to begin over here. It's like the Uncleus was a thousand years before him, and then now we're like a thousand years after Rambam. That's right, that's right. Uncleus Hager Sholem Ma'od Beloshen Ha'iris Varami. Uncleus the convert had a perfect understanding of the holy language and the Aramaic language. Ukvar some he He also put his efforts to remove any ideas of corporeality of Hashem. Any pasuk that would seem to describe Hashem in a physical way, He will explain it based on the context to remove that thought from your mind. He'll do it in different ways, not always the same translation. He can use others, but it will take away the corporeality of For example, all any time where you find Hashem where it's mentioned in any connotation of motion, like going down, going up, or things like that in context to Hashem, what does he do? Yosem inyan hatznua, he translates that idea of movement. He has one of two ways that Unclus is going to do it. Either what he's going to say is, he's going to, instead of the word Hashem, is not just Hashem, but it's something else other than Hashem. So inyan he golos, or nivra. That means it's a manifestation of a divine light. Klomer shechina, like the shechina. In other words, when it says something about Hashem uh, coming up or going down or whatever, it means not Hashem, but Hashem's light goes up or goes down. So we're not talking about Hashem. We're talking about something that Hashem created. Unkelos puts in that extra word, so you know that it's Hashem who's doing it, but Hashem had the light do it. Oh, or it could be referring to Hashem, but it's not referring to an action per se, but rather it's referring to, oh, Hashkacha, meaning Hashem makes his presence manifest by making a, an, an act of God. So either we're changing the meaning of Hashem, it's not Hashem, 
but it's something Hashem created, or we're going to change the meaning of the verb. And the verb is to go down, but it's to manifest with Hashkacha. So that's, Unclus consistently does this, which is a good thing. The Ramam's very happy because that's a good source to rely on. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's yeah, repeating it. it. He's, that's what I said. No, but he's going a little bit more. Now he's just telling us it everywhere. There he picked Unclus for one pasuk. Remember, Vayavor Hashem al-Panav. And Ram says, what does Vayavor means? It's to, what do you call it, mislead you. Right? But Unclus has another shot, he says. We add a word in. It's not Hashem. So that was one. So now, that was just a one-off. Now he's saying, this is Unclus consistent throughout. And he's saying it always has one of two meanings. Either we're going to be saying it's something that the, the, will associate the verb not with Hashem, but something that is represented of Hashem, something that Hashem created, or we're going to say it's Hashem, but not the verb of going down, but the verb of Hashkocha. So now he's going to give a number of exceptions, uh, the examples. Vine, Tira, it says, for example, Yeireid Hashem. Hashem will come down to the mountain. So what does Uncle say? Yiskalei Hashem. Hashem will reveal. In other words, people will feel a sense that Hashem is present. Not that Hashem goes down the mountain. He reveals by creating some kind of a presence over there. And Vayered Hashem, again, is the Iskali Hashem. Hashem revealed. And Hashem, but that's not what, if, if he meant to translate go down, the Unclus would be, he didn't say, Unachas Hashem. Nechas in Aramaic is an Hashem descended. So you see that Unclus, instead of translating the word Yaradis to descend, he said he revealed some some manifestation, some kind of appearance was there. Okay, now, now comes, uh, or, for example, by stone, where it's, let me go down and see. So how does he explain it? Again, I will reveal now, and I will judge them. It's not that I'm going to go down, but I will reveal and manifest some type of, 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 of what do you call it, hashkacha, uh, something like that. Now, why is Hashem doing this? It's very interesting, and this explains a lot of things. In other words, I will manifest myself in a way to project that the people of Sodom are going to feel there's something spiritual going on here. And let me see if they're going to do tshuva when they re- realize that I'm manifesting with them. And that was why he sent the angels. We'll see the angels represent some kind of manifestation of Hashem. And that's why when they went to Lot, Lot rose to the occasion and acted nicely. But Hashem wanted to see what would the sodomites do. And even if realizing there's a manifest of Hashem, they're still being bad. Oh, so now they talk a deserved. In other words, you could say, well, maybe they wouldn't know any better. But I'm going to bring a manifestation. So not that I'm going to go down. I'm going to manifest some type of reality that they'll sense that there's a closeness of God there, and then I'll judge them. V'yesh nimshach 
Perusho, and this is his consistency, what he explains in all these cases, throughout the Chumash. That's all good. So why is he bringing this? Because now there's one Pasuk where Unkelus doesn't do this. Now, and, 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 and the point isn't just to ask a question on Unkelus, but rather he's going to say, even though this is what Unkelus normally does, but there's going to be an exceptional rule, which you could want to ask a question on him. Why is he not doing it? But yet you're going to see Unkelus is cleverly showing us a very important insight as to when we should take away corporeality and when it's not necessarily to take away corporeality, as we shall see in the question. But, but that's what the point is. He's bringing Unkelus to say, number one, this is a good example of what I've been trying to say, what he has been saying, for 25 chapters, that there's no corporeality to Hashem. Now, this is all in the first, you know, in, in general, the first section, uh, there are many writers who say there's three sections to Maranavuch. And why three sections? Because it's really, it, of the Rambam's 13 principles of faith, is really divided up into three groups, five, four, and four. The first five, we would say, talks about the ontology of God. In other words, trying to understand what God's all about. And that's what the first book, first chalet is about. He's talking about God, what God is, what God isn't, all these things how we describe it. The next part of the Mambam's laws of, um, of the Anima means is the next four is Torah min Shemaim. And, and also Nevuah. Or rather, rather, let's change that. It's going to be Nevuah, that Hashem comes into contact with man, and Hashem giving the Torah through Moshe, but it has to do with prophecy and the interaction of Hashem with humankind. That's going to be the second chilek of Moranavuchim. You see how he's setting this up? And in this chapter, he's going to be hinting very strongly to this. And this is going to be different ways of describing Hashem, because in the in the second chilek, he's going to say there's, there's 11 different levels of nevuah. Okay? And therefore, what comprehensions of God are going to depend and that's going to have a lot to do with the wording we're going to use for that. And the third one is in the third sections about Scharva Onish because that's the last four of the principles of Mashiach and things like that. So anyway, so what he's hint, he's going to hint to a lot of this and he's going to tell you we're going to talk more about this in the second chapter when we're going to get into prophecy. But you're already going to see some insights here. So here's the problem. The problem is next week's Next week, uh, next week is when Yaakov goes down to Egypt. And he's very sad that he's going down to Egypt because he's leaving Eretz Yisrael. And he knows, you know, and he's not sure he's going to be a short visit. All the way, and Hashem is saying, you know, you're going to stay there. So what does it say here? It says, Ella Shahu Tirgeim, but he translates in this passage where it says, Hashem is speaking to Yaakov. He's saying, Anochi Ereid Imchomitzraim. I will go down with you to Mitzrayim. So now what should Unclus, if he could be consistent, what would he say? I'm gonna manifest some kind of Ashkacha. And look what Unclus translates. Anochos Imachomitzraim. I will descend with you to Egypt. He does not say Iskale or Yiskale. He doesn't say I will reveal. No, he's just saying I will go down. Whoa, what's going on? So you might think it's a kasha on him. It is a kasha. So he's going to give you two answers, and the first one really tells us a big insight 
in this whole idea. And this is a marvelous thing that he's done because he changed it with intention. Why? And this Yora al Shlemish Shel Adam. And it really shows about the perfection of this master, meaning he's Uncleus is showing us his great knowledge of what's going on by keeping the simple meaning over here as opposed to changing the meaning. And his explanation is very good and the understanding that he brings to it. Now, and now here, here's the point. And this Targum explanation for this Pasuk opens up for us an Indian opens up a big concept when we talk about prophecy. Now, to best understand it, let's just do a couple of words before it says, Hashem says, I will go down with you. Let's get the context. It's so important. At the beginning of the story, Omar, it says like this, Hashem spoke to Yaakov in the visions of the night. What does that mean? Dream. dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. It's not what Hashem is doing, but what Hashem will, what Hashem is telling Yaakov he's going to do in the dream that he has. There's a difference between describing what Hashem is doing now and or but what Hashem is saying he will do later and what he's saying is in a dream itself. Because the dream itself, there's levels. But a dream is not an accurate portrayal of what Hashem is doing. It's a message. And usually it's an obscure message. It's not a perfect, clear message. In other words, you get the idea, but it's not to be understood as precise. Moshe got it precise, exact. But when you get a dream, Hashem can create images that will make you think it's Hashem, but it's not, it's a dream. Remember, you can dream all you want, but that doesn't define reality. So the difference is when it's, for example, it says, when it says, uh, Hashem says, I will go, I'm going down. Well, Hashem can't go down. We gotta change this, Hashem says, I'm gonna manifest. That's when it's actually happening. We say Hashem is doing something. Well, he can't be doing anything that has any physicality, so it's manifest. But when Hashem says to Yaakov, in a dream, so whatever Yaakov's seeing isn't real compared to reality, right? And it's what Hashem is going to do. So he can give him some kind of a vision, but that's not Hashem. It's a vision that he created in the dream. That's not Hashem. Okay? And that we see that right away. Vayomer Yaakov, Yaakov. And he says, Yaakov, Yaakov. And now he's saying, Vayomer Anochi. Here, I, I will, etc. Anochi eredim chomitzraima. I'm going to go down with you to Egypt. Now, vekasher kolal tchilas hamaimer. We we already in, in, incorporated at the begin, beginning the statement of heyosim amarasolai. It's a vision of the night. So therefore, there's no need lo hirchuk inkulus. Inkulus did not feel compelled to push away the simple meaning. When it's already being said that this is all words that are in a dream. So he didn't have to change the normal Aramaic to iskali, 
I will reveal myself as you as you go down to Egypt. No, I I will go down to Egypt with you. Finished. Who am I? And that's the truth. Uh, this is telling us what he said. It's only what Hashem said. Lo sipur in shikara, but not something that happened. Kamo, for example, vayered Hashem al Sinai. Hashem descended. That's what he did. Well, he can't descend, so he has to appear. Asher sipur inin mashin ischodesh. But for in time, when we're discussing things that happened in the actual reality, we can't do any. We can't say that. But by Yaakov, where it's not Hashem doing anything. It's a dream that Yaakov's having. He's having a dream of Hashem communicating with him and what Hashem is telling him. And therefore, by Yaakov, it was already said, it was a vision. And therefore, there's no connection to reality and therefore you can talk about something that sounds like Movement or things like that. Kolomar means a sipur mashinamerlo. He's telling him what's going to be, and he nichu kasher He left it the way it is. Mufla, and this is a wondrous understanding. Let's give a, another example of this. Let's say I told uh, you asked me um, uh, where, where were you yesterday? I flew to New York. Okay, did I actually fly? Well, they had a plane you flew, but you didn't. Did fly I actually fly? Not with wings. I went on a plane. I went on a plane, right? That, but you said you flew. <laughs> well, no, no. So when Hashem says to Yaakov, "I'm going to go down with you," when He's telling him what He's going to do, and it's an image, it's not what Hashem did do. It's a prophecy. So how clear is Yaakov seeing anything to begin with? So Hashem is just saying to him, I'm going to go down with you. And based on your human understanding, you would think it's like, I'm going to go down with you. And certainly Yaakov can see a vision because it's not real. So it's based on Yaakov's preconceived schema of Hashem. Okay, Hashem's going down. So he's got some kind of a picture of Hashem going down. But that's all coming by the chemical equation that's going on in the brain of Yaakov. And Yaakov is envisioning this, but has no way anything to do with Hashem. Now, this is much different than what happened at Sinai because there's different levels of prophecy. When we talk about uh, understanding Hashem in a deeper way, when Hashem's going to speak to a Moshe, for example, he's going to go far away from any hakshama, any types of corporeality, because it's much closer to the emes. But when the prophet's in a low level, Hashem can give him a very not clear in terms of vision, but he, he knows what the message is, but what he sees is different. Now, Yaakov is in a particularly low level of prophecy. Why? At this point in time, why? Because he, he's still in the veils. He's, he's, uh, well, yeah, but he knows he knows Yosef's there, but he's sad because he's leaving Eretz Yisrael. Yeah. And prophecy doesn't come to a person who's sad. But Hashem has to tell him something. So that's like it's one of, one of the lower levels that Yaakov gets this time where he's where Hashem comes to him in a vision, 
And later on, the Ram will discuss what you see, vision and machazeh. There's 11 different levels. But this is kind of a low level. So if it's at a low level, it's a high level of obscurity. And therefore, if, if there's anything that Yaakov sees as something physical, that's not Hashem's problem. It's the way Yaakov integrates the message. So therefore, he didn't have any need, Unculus, to change the simple meaning. You're having a dream. You're having a dream. Dream whatever you want. You could dream that an old man with a beard came to you and spoke to you and said, I am the Lord. And, and, that's, and it could be it's a message from Hashem. But it's your mind who's conjuring up the imagery. Well, Hashem is, is, is working through the neurons and the chemicals of your mind with your lower level to project that um, message to you. At the same time, but, though, Yaakov is one of the highest people. But not at this point. Right, I realize. And, and guess what? What did he call him? What name did he call him? Hashem. Yaakov. Yaakov, not Yisrael. The Vilna Gong says Yisrael is when he's on a high level. Yaakov is when he's on a low level. Remember, prophet, it's not like Maish Rabbeinu, where it's, well, you're, you're like Hashem. Whenever you bump into Hashem, he's there, he's all the time. Another is going to fluctuate in their levels because it's a very hard level to be at and for it to come to you. So, therefore, that, that's what he's saying in terms of explaining this idea. Okay, one more, another point. So it's clear. It's, it's clear what he's saying over here. It's, so it's, see how it's, it's getting into Navua now. See, he's hinting what's going to be into Navua now to understand what is it that the Navi is seeing. And there's different levels. And that's a major principle that Hashem communicates to mankind. Okay. Umikanta orer. And we can infer from this. Kiesh God was a big difference. Whenever we have any uh, things that are talking about in the Tanakh, when it starts with Bachalom in a dream, if something happens in a dream, or a vision of the night, or something came with a vision, it's another word for a vision, that is one understanding, and what is presented could border on physicality, when Hashem says Stam, Hashem When it says, and Hashem spoke to me. Hashem said to me. That's clear prophecy. When it's clear prophecy versus not clear prophecies, a clear prophecy can have no hakshama of Hashem, no corporeal of Hashem, because that's much closer to real deal. But when it's a not clear prophecy, it, it can be with some kinds of uh, visual aids, so to speak. Okay, so this is explanation number one. A second answer he'll give to, to Unculus, which is also as valid. can also say, Remember, the word is what it says. Uh, where is it again? Where's the Pusik? Didn't say Vayomer Hashem. Now look at what Unculus translates by the word Elohim. Hanemar Hena Malach. It's a Malach. It wasn't even Hashem. It was a Malach of Hashem. And a Malach of Hashem is a created being already. And a created being can go down. So that's another reason why he didn't have to do that. Ulazelo Hirchik Lomar. And therefore he didn't have to push away when he translates, Ano Echos Imach Mitzrayim. I'm going down with you to Egypt. 
And it's not so hard to say Elohim can be a Malach. Don't say what it says, Elohim. Because we already have at other times. Where he also said to him, I am the God of the God of your father. That was also through a Malach. Hello, Tereo Omer. Where, and Yaakov himself said in response to that, He refers to that, that where it says, Yaakov refers to that as, And the Malach Elohim told me this. And when he finishes with the end of telling over what the Malach, remember that the Malach came to him to tell him to leave. And then he told over to Rachel and Leah. And the Malach of Hashem told me, First time it says Elohim. And Yaakov saying, no, the Malach Elohim told me. And then he's saying, finally, I am the God of Beiskel, where you put the oil on the Matzeva, and you made the vow. Now, obviously, who did he make the vow to? He made the vow to Hashem. Then Sofek, Ki Yaakov Noder Lekel, Malach. Clearly, Yaakov made the vow to Hashem. But this, but clear, but then the Malach responds, I am the angel from which you made the netter to Hashem. Okay? And with this, you see this consistent. This is the way of the prophets. Often you'll find a Malach saying in the name of Hashem, because it's a shliach. And what do we have a rule in shliachos? Shliach shall Adam come also. So if you're shliach of Hashem, you like Hashem. So if it's Hashem says, it's the, it's the shliach of Hashem. And they're all missing that word. In other words, when it says Hashem, what does it really mean? Shliach Hashem. Just what we say, there's a word missing. Anochi shaluach I am the, the messenger of, of Hashem, your God. Anochi shaluach kel. I'm the messenger of kel. Haniglulach v'veiskel. So I'm the messenger of kel who came, who came to you in veiskel. And we will bring in the future about prophecy and its levels and with angels for him. Ravik As it is necessary, which you will see in the second chalik of the Sefer. Now, just going to leave it out for you, and we're not going to go into it. Maybe we'll do it next week. This is all the Rambam's understanding of this specific inkles. Ramban vociferously argues. Ramban does not contend that Unkelis believed there was corporeality to Hashem. No, he, he never suspected uh, Unkelis of that. But he doesn't feel his commentary is being explained properly by the Rambam. We'll just give one or two examples next week where he's going to say, no, he was using words of Hashem, but why it wasn't a problem. So we'll leave that. There's a lot on that, but I'll just give you a little touch just to know that there's other opinions in that bit. Shkoyach! See you on